the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, everybody. Today's the day that America enters more of the absurd. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my country. I'm sorry for myself because I love my country. Impeaching a president who is not in office. And we're supposed to take this seriously. The party that is engaged in this absurdity, in this second raping of the term impeachment of its meaning, is calling for unity. One could make a list of the absurd. On on that list would be that if you say that only men give birth, you're a hater. If you say that there's only one race, the human race, you're a racist. Do you understand the absurd that we're expected to accept as accept as truth? And do you realize the people who are most likely to accept the absurd? They fall into one category. Shall I give a multiple choice? Of people most likely to believe the absurd at this time in history. A. Blue-collar workers. B. Residents of Madagascar. C. College graduates. Hmm. Sean, I think we need the bell for the uh, for the end of the contest. And the answer is no bell. Ding. C. College graduates. That's it. Do you realize that? Think about that. The people most likely in every arena to believe what isn't true, to believe the absurd, and to be angry are college graduates. And you're aching to send your kid to college. Nothing like spending forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 on having my child... Learn how not to think clearly. It's an amazing time we live in. So another lie that apparently pervaded the left is that the officer in the Capitol who was who died wasn't killed by any object. Not just not a fire extinguisher, but any object. This was a big deal to the left, that uh, someone was murdered 
but turns out someone was not murdered. Has that even been covered? I'm posing this to the producer of the show. Was that covered even in the New York Times? CNN had it in its eighth paragraph without announcing it on the air after announcing it over and over and over and over and over on the air. Not that you're aware of. It started with the New York Times? I didn't know that. I thought it started with CNN. They're interchangeable, but I, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. That's really something. That's it. President Trump was 100% right when he spoke about the fake news media. That's, that's correct. This is a problem because then people... Good people, good Americans wonder, where can I get the truth from? If not from the New York Times and CNN, where shall I go? So so if they say, well, go to Fox News, go to talk radio, then people will say, oh, well, then you just get a right-wing slant. Mm-hmm. So people understandably are confused. However, I've been broadcasting 35 years and never told a lie. Never. Capital N. You may not agree with my take on issues, but I'm crazed about telling the truth. If if something inaccurate is said here and I find out about it, I make a big deal about correcting it. I have no problem with making a mistake. I have a big problem with continuing a mistake. So you, you, you learn, how do you know what doctor to go to, right? You, something seems to be seriously wrong. How do you know what doctor? By reputation, right? You don't know. You, there's no other way for you to know. You ask around. And if... Over and over, you hear that this doctor uh, has real problems in in uh, treating patients. You avoid that doctor. So, if over time the New York Times just distorts and distorts and distorts and distorts, and so does CNN, then you just give up on them. There are wonderful sources of people who actually are committed to truth and might also have very strong opinions. There's no problem with having strong opinions. That If it is true that the New York Times came up with the lie that Sicknick was killed by a fire extinguisher and has not even given any of the space of its paper to the fact that the coroner said he was not hit by a blunt, blunt object, and you can't get more blunt than a fire extinguisher. Why Why are they not reporting it? Well, who led the campaign to have us believe that there was collusion between Putin and the Trump campaign? Was it not the New York Times? Their record is awful. Record goes back quite some time. They got the Pulitzer Prize in 1932. I I think there's a documentary on this, by the way. Did you know that? I, I got to see that. What is it called, Durante? You want to? I'd like to. I'd like to publicize it. 
1932, Stalin deliberately starved to death about five, six million Ukrainians. Deliberately. And the New York Times reporter in Moscow, not even in Ukraine, reported that there wasn't a famine. Literally, there wasn't a famine. While Stalin gave him a cushy, cushy apartment in in Moscow. This, This unfortunately goes back quite some time, but it's at its nadir now. I'm Dennis Prager, and the phone number is 877-243-7776. My column this week, I finally had the time to devote to this column that I've been wanting to write for some time now. I finished Deuteronomy. How many people could say that, huh? I finished Deuteronomy. Is there one other person in the country working on Deuteronomy? It's, I'd like to meet them. It'd be fun. And so I had the time to devote for the research. Unfortunately, you have to keep it to a thousand words maximum, a column. and a lot more to state. How many Americans has the American medical establishment killed? That's my column this week. If I'm wrong, I I really uh, I really went off the deep end on this issue, and that's that would be correctly held as a uh, as a black mark on my ability to perceive reality. But if I'm right. You are living in a world of lies emanating from the medical establishment of our country. Yet another institution destroyed or ruined by the left. Who, who'd, have, who'd have thunk, eh? You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. 
The fact is, the Internet never forgets. There has never been a more important time to protect your Internet activity. That's why I urge you to get ExpressVPN. Everything you search for, watch, or click online can be tracked by big tech companies. They can then match your activity to your true identity using your device's unique IP address. When I switch to ExpressVPN with my computer or phone, my IP address is masked. Plus, you can use ExpressVPN on up to five devices simultaneously. So multiple users on your network can stay safe with a single subscription. That's why they're rated the number one VPN by CNET and Wired. Take back your online privacy with the VPN I trust at expressvpn.com slash Prager. By visiting my link, you'll get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Prager, expressvpn.com slash Prager. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. I'm Dennis Prager. And in the Democrats' deep desire for unity, they've decided to impeach a man that half the country voted for a few months ago and who is no longer in office anyway. Their ability to say whatever they think is expedient at the moment is really, it's, it's almost genius. And their preoccupation with the lies of Donald Trump, when the world of lies belongs overwhelmingly to the left, as I point out to you on an almost daily basis. Those of you who write me letters angry with me, I want you to know I thank you from the bottom of my heart. It fascinates me to see how other minds work. I ask when I read these things, why do we think differently? I don't assume the people who are writing me, in some of the cases anyway, I don't assume they're bad people. So how does a person who does not seek to destroy the country defend the left? You, I'll bet you you don't know that answer, correct? See, if, if you loathe everything about it, then I, I, have, no, I, I have no argument with your, with your position in that I understand why you are defend or, on, or are on the left. There are people who think that they value liberty, for example, and defend the left. It's like, I mean, it's it's crazy analogy, but it's like valuing health and defending cancer. Yeah, I, well, there are some really good points about cancer. <laughs> this is, it does, it fascinates me to read these things be very curious to see what reactions my column this week elicit my uh, my anger at the medical establishment and the Democratic Party and the media for suppressing the information that could could have saved tens or hundreds of thousands of Americans who prematurely died of COVID is quite deep Do you know that the, uh, was it the, uh, I think it was the NIH, 
in first they came out against ivermectin their latest report is we take no position but in their report they say it has no adverse effect it's safe so somebody answer this question if it's safe and it seems to help vast numbers of people on earth why isn't it widely used and I, I have, I don't have a great answer. It seems that there is deep corruption because pharmaceutical companies make a very large sums of money from vaccines and nothing from ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, let alone zinc and vitamin D. Could that be the reason? Is the corruption that simple and that deep? How much money does the... Do you know how much money pharmaceutical companies contribute to uh, the CDC or NIH? Be very curious. And the media are totally corrupted by the pharmaceutical companies. I think they're the largest advertisers. In many instances... I certainly think that's, that's probably true. Who advertises more on on Fox, for example? Does Fox? I was curious. I'd be curious. Does Fox promote hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin? Huh. There you go. Let alone CNN. They have ideological reasons because the more Americans are suppressed the more you can restructure the society. They, they actually welcome this. The idea of the normal has always offended the left because they're a force of chaos. They love chaos. As I always note, it's like the drama queen in your family. They don't want normal. Normal gets them nervous. That's the left. Normal is boring, and the left hate boredom. Boredom is a major factor. Remember the Million Women March in the beginning of the Trump administration? What were they marching against? Can any can any of you uh, tell me? What did they march against? The oppression of women in America? Women are oppressed in America? Yes, yes, indeed, my friends. Okay, let's go and see what you have to say here. John in Ocala, Florida. Uh, Dennis, uh, I've spoken to you about a month or two ago when I promised to write an article on the cruelty of medicine. Uh, if I weren't so crazy busy taking care of everybody in solo family medicine, but I'm going to tell you, uh, you're right on about the amount of deaths due to COVID that could have been prevented. Uh, i, I got to tell you just one story. I take care of my own patients in the hospital with COVID. And, 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 and frankly, because of hydroxychloroquine and now more, more recently ivermectin, and I'm not boasting, I give all the, all the glory to God when, when people are healed. But I have not had a single patient out of two practices die from COVID that I've been able to treat because I was fortunate enough to get this information. But I heard one patient talking to his hospitalist. All right, hold on. I really want to hear the rest of that story. Did you hear that, folks? 
Has your doctor prescribed that to a loved one in the early stages of COVID? I hope the answer is yes. Dennis Prager here, and I'm going to go back to the doctor in Florida, in Ocala. Is it Ocala or Ocala? Yeah, Ocala, Florida. Ocala. Donald Trump made a pit stop here on his campaign, and I'll I'll, I'll tell you, Dennis, uh, you've got to keep driving this point home about the horrors that have happened in medicine as a result of arrogance or some other agenda, which I think we know what it is. Um, The first patient I treated with hydroxychloroquine last March was an ICU nurse who took care of the first person who died in our community here in Ocala. Um, we, the last person I treated was the most prominent person here in Ocala who, whose doctor refused to give him any treatment when he got sick. But I'll tell you the story that's most upsetting. When I'm in the COVID unit and I hear a doctor castigating a patient who's begging for treatment, he's been in there for weeks, and, and, and he, the doctor tells the patient, I'm not going to hear any of your conspiracy theories. I don't want to hear anything about Anthony Fauci. I've taken care of people with COVID. They either live or they die, and that's it. This young doctor came out in the hallway, and I and he knows me very well. He, he he's very respectful to me. He says, "Oh, hi, how are you?" I said, "Well, listen, I just heard that conversation, and I want to let you know that that patient who's been sitting in that bed for four weeks with nothing but his phone and no visitors knows more about COVID than you do in your pinky finger right now, because you've just been going through the motions and not trying to learn anything about how to treat." The doctors in America have abandoned patients during COVID. Now, I'm not saying they haven't worked hard, but what they have been doing is they've been refusing to listen to each other and and entertain other appropriate ways of treating. Thank God for doctors like Peter McCullough in in Baylor, Harvey Mish at Yale, Pierre Corey in Milwaukee. And and they, they invited me to join their group some months ago. It's really helped me to learn so many ways of treating, including ivermectin, and yes, we're fighting an uphill battle because the hospitals, in many cases, are refusing to have it in their formularies, and and patients are dying when they could be treated and getting well, well and go home. And and what's the answer? You know, I salute you truly. God bless you. And I'd like you, please, to read my column today, and let me know what you think and if you want to spread it. Uh, obviously, I have no monetary interest in this. It's it's free, but uh, I tell me what you think of it, and and please send it around. He said that is this doctor in Ocala said something I have said now a number of times, and even I hear my, my mouth say it, and I think it's strange. I know more about treating COVID than most doctors in the United States. That's terrible. I don't, they know more about how viruses work. There's no comparison. But I know more about what is going on in the world of therapeutics than they do. I don't know why they don't. I think, believe it or not, I think a lot of doctors read the New York Times for their knowledge of drugs in in, in the case of COVID. (laughs) God alone knows how many Americans have died needlessly because of the lack of using therapeutics 
specifically ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, zinc. But it's a large number. There is blood on the hands of the medical establishment, the NIH, the CDC, the FDA. There's blood, a lot of American blood on their hands. Uh, Just a report that came out this week, or not this week, a couple of weeks ago, and and amazingly, it's found on the NIH website uh, about how ivermectin in India has uh, cures almost everybody who uses it early enough. The NIH printed it. <laughs> I got to, I got to, I got to pick it up and uh, and read read it to you. So, what do people who don't give a damn about these people's lives say? They say, "Oh, it wasn't a double blind random test." Oh. Okay, so let people die. Right, all these doctors reporting it works, as one doctor who calls into my show said, they're quacks. They're quacks. That doctor allows his patients to die, but those pa- those doctors are quacks. The rot runs deep. Don't give up, though. Do not give up. What is, what is, uh, of course, right, what does Mike Lindell's political beliefs have to do with the products he makes? Okay. This is, this is where we're at, my friends. This is where we're at. This is very important stuff. Please send my column around. You might save a loved one's life with that column. Do you understand that? I've never said that about a column. There's a direct correlation between what is in my column today and the saving of the life of a loved one. If your doctor won't prescribe, especially in the early stages, either hydroxychloroquine and zinc or ivermectin, get another doctor. Or get it prescribed from another doctor. You can. There are doctors who will prescribe it. Go to the, uh, let's see, what is it, what is it again? ADF? Um... What does it stand for? No, no, no. That's Alliance Defending. So it's AFD. Uh, America's Frontline Doctors. That's it. It's up at DennisPrager.com. That makes it easier. Ah, nothing like ease. Trying to save loved ones' lives. Yes, indeed. Uh, Blue Island, Illinois. You remember Blue Island, Illinois? Good. He's from Chicago, the my uh, living martyr. Hello. Mr. Prager, this is an incredible honor for me. Tom, thank you. And I'm going to blame you for something, sir. And uh, real quickly, it's from listening to you in about the last three, four years that, so I would tell you previous to that, if anyone would have asked me if man's natural state is good, my answer would have been, of course, and it's from listening to you over the last few years that A, led me to question that, and B, leads me to the reason I call you today, sir. And I would tell you the reason for that is, is I believe this was done intentionally, 
purely to harm this president, had had the last president, I should say, had Donald Trump come out against hydrochloroquine, against zinc, everyone would have gotten it. But I really feel, and I hate to be conspiratorial, I really believe that this was suppressed out of a out of a point of view that it might help this president, and nothing could be done to help that the fourth the. He's still the president, as far as I'm concerned, but whatever. That's another topic. Well, number one, you made my day and the first part, that I have influenced you to understand that human nature is not basically good. Next to the question of God, specifically the God of the Bible, not just God, that's the most important question that one has to answer in life. Uh, in fact, I rather, I rather you be an agnostic, and understand that human nature is not good, than be a believer in God and think people are basically good, because that belief leads you to, to stupidity. Okay, and the, a uh, someone who believes in God and is a fool is still a fool. So, okay, as regards that the. Uh, issue of was there any consistent preoccupation with denying the efficacy of hydroxychloroquine? There's no question. It is astonishing that the left did not ask how do we save lives, but how do we hurt the president? The president comes out with a statement about hydroxychloroquine and they dismiss hydroxychloroquine because the man they hate said it. The left has so much blood on their hands in this country, but that includes the media, and they're not going to take uh, any responsibility for it. Instead, we have uh, how many troops in Washington, D.C.? We live in this theater of the absurd. Half a billion dollars, is that what you said to me? $500 million to put troops in D.C.? Why are there troops in D.C.? Is there an invasion of the of, of the cookie monsters? It's more likely than an invasion from the right. It's very important that you keep your sanity in, as the as the left sows chaos. Very important. That's why I feel a moral duty to broadcast regularly. I mean, virtually every day, obviously. What am I? I'm taking President's Day off, correct? Yeah. Are they going to have impeachment going on on President's Day? Hmm. You have no idea how I am not looking forward to the, the to commenting on the absurd. There was a there was a scholar who once got up to talk about a subject he thought was absurd, and he said, "This is absurd." The history of the absurd is scholarship. Then he said, it's like comic books. Comic books are absurd. But the history of comic books, that's scholarship. That's how I feel with with the upcoming week. Covering it is significant, unfortunately. But the it is a terrible joke on on the society as the left cheapens yet another word 
impeachment. The Dennis Prager Show. It's really an amazing thing. It's going to come out that this talk show host told you the truth about how to save the life of a loved one who has COVID, and your doctor may have enabled your loved one to die. And you'll enter a realm of cognitive dissonance. Why would a non-doctor speaks on the radio know more about how to save my beloved relative or friend than my doctor or his or her doctor? And the answer is, I don't have an agenda except to save their life. Whereas your doctor is angry that Donald Trump advocated hydroxychloroquine. There, and there are other reasons. Because they read the New York Times to learn about the drug and they don't read the actual literature, which I delved into. And the studies around the world, oh, they weren't randomized, double-blind. No, they weren't. So what? So what? Most studies are not. Why would you not go with an, an, as close to completely safe a drug as possible rather than, than do nothing except wait to give the death-oriented ventilator at the end? Oh, it's angering. But we'll see what happens. Maybe this will convert some people from the left, which has killed their their parent with their opposition to hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Which, uh, which uh, social medium took down the Senate hearing? YouTube. Isn't that astonishing? A U.S. Senate hearing with doctors advocating ivermectin has been taken down. Off YouTube. It might have been uh, put back up, but it was taken off. Check if it's put back, because people should see it. I'd be very curious about about that. Uh, Mike in North Carolina, hello. Hello, Dennis. Hi. I told your call screener that we share the same birthday on August the 2nd, 1948. Holy crow. Where were you born? I was born in Buffalo, New York, other side of the state. Yes. All right, quickly, tell me your story. Quickly. I had COVID, and I was pretty sick with it, but I got in. Uh, my son took me in, and um, I was able to get into an investigative study with a product called Bamlanivimab, and it's very similar to the Rendizavir that the president took. And uh, within a week, I was feeling good enough to get going again, doing all my uh, volunteer work. Well, I am delighted to hear it. I don't believe that mine are the only cures. I do believe that they are cures. 